Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Jungle Tales of Tarzan by Edgar Rice Burroughs. Chapter 1. Tarzan's First Love. Tika stretched at luxurious ease in the shade of tropical forests, presented an incredibly most alluring picture of young feminine loveliness, or least so thought Tarzan of the apes, who squatted upon a low swinging branch nearby tree and looked down upon her. Just to have seen him there, lowering upon the swaying burrow of the jungle forest giant, his brown skin molted by brilliant echoed sunlight, with pre-gloated to a leafy canopy to the green above him, his clean limbered body relaxed with graceful ease, his shapely head pointed turn, partly turned in contemplative absorption, his intelligent grey eyes dreamily devouring the object of their devotion. You should have thought him reincarnation of some demigod of old. You would not have guessed that in infancy he had sucked at the breast of a hideous hairy sheep, nor had always conscious to pass since his parents passed away in a little cabin by the landlocked harbour, the jungle verge. He had known other associates, the sulken bulls, the snarling crows, the tribe of Kanak, the great ape. Nor could you have read the faults which passed through the active, healthy brain, longings, desires, and aspirations which sight of Tika inspired could have been any more inclined to give credence for reality the origin of the ape man. For this, his faults alone, you never gleaned the truth. He'd been born a gentle English lady, or that is to say, been an English nobleman of time-honoured language. Lost and tired and leaps of the truth for this origin. He was John Clayton, Lord Greystone, the seat, Laos and Lords he did not know, nor knowing would have understood. Yetika was indeed beautiful. Of course, Carla had been beautiful. One's mother is always that. But Tika was beautiful in a way of all of her own. Scribe sort of way which Tarzan was just beginning to sense in a rather vague and hazy manner. For years, Tarzan and Tika had been playing fellows. Tika still continued to be playful, while the young bulls of a young own age were rapidly becoming surly and morose. Tarzan gave the matter much fault, and all probably reason that his growing attachment for the young female was easily accounted for by the fact that the former playmates, she alone retained any desire to frolic as of old. But today, he sat gazing upon her, he found himself noting beauty Turkus. Tika's form and features, something he never had done before, since none of them had ought to have been Tika's ability to race nimbly through the lower terraces of the forest, primitive games of tag and hide and seek, which Tarzan's fertile brain evolved. Brain Tarzan scratched his head, running his fingers deep in the shock of black hair, framed his shapely boyish face. He scratched his head and sighed. Tika's newfound beauty became as suddenly as his despair. He had her handsome coat of hair, 
which covered the body a smooth brown hide. He hated the hated ball and disgust and contempt. Years back, he harbored a hope that someday, too, he would clothe in hair, as were all his brothers and sisters. But late, he was forced to abandon his detectable dream. Then there were the Turek's great teeth, not so large as the males, of course, but still mighty handsome things, because of Tarzan's feeble white ones, a brown, leading brows and broad, flat nose and mouth. Tarzan had once often practiced making his mouth into a little round heart circle and puffing out his cheeks, while he wrinkled his eyes rapidly, but he felt he could never do it the same cute and irresistible way we tickled it. As he watched her that afternoon, I wondered a young bell ape had been lazy foraging for food beneath the damp, matted carpet of decaying vegetation. Roots of a nearby tree lumbered awkwardly in Tigger's direction. The ate a tribe of Kigak, moved listlessly about or lulled restlessly in the midday heat of a cool jungle. From time to time, one of them passed close to Tika and Tarzan, being uninterested. Why was it then his brows contracted, his muscles tense as he saw a tag, pulled beside the young she, and then squatted down closer? Tarzan always liked Tug. Since childhood, where they had rumped together, side by side, and squatted near the water, their quick, strong fingers ready to leap forth, prize Peter, the fish, and the weary dizzying of the coal. Depths darts surface wall to lure insects Tarzan tossed upon the surface of the pool. Together they had baited Tabat and teased them by the lion. Why then should Tarzan feel the rise of short hairs and nape his neck merely because Tag sat close to Tika? It's true that Tag was no longer the some ape of yesterday. His snarling muscles bared his great fangs. No one could longer imagine that Tag was playful as a mood when he and Tarzan rolled upon to a familiar battle. Tag of the day was huge, sullen bull ape, sombre forbidding, yet he and Tarzan never had quarrelled. For a few minutes the young ape-man watched Tag press closer to Tika. He saw the rough caresses, the huge paws it stroked the sleek shoulder of she. Tarzan each slipped cat like to the ground, approached the two. Came his upper curl lip curled, the snarl exposing his fighting fangs. Deep growl rumbled from his calmness chest. Tang looked up, battling his bloodshot eye. Tika half raised herself and looked at Tarzan. She guessed the cause of his perpetration. Why who was saying may say a rate she was feminine. And so she reached up and scratched Tag behind one of his ears, flatly small flat ears. Tarzan saw, instance he saw, Tika was no longer a little playmate an hour ago. Said she's a wondrous thing, but a thing in the world, a possession which Tarzan would fight to death against Tag, or any other dared question his right of prioritorship. Stooped his muscles to rigid, and one great shoulder turned towards the young bull. Tarzan ate, sidled nearer and nearer, his face had partly alerted. His keen grey eyes never left with those of Tag as he came. His growls increased in depth and volume. Tag rose upon his short legs, bristling his flighting fangs were bared. He too said a stiff leg and growled. Tico is Tarzan's telling it man, and no gruntles a great af- af- 
arthropods. Diego takes applied the bull ape. Diego and Ingabo Goto disturbed the growlings of the young bulls, looking at half apathetic, apathetic, half interested. He's sleepy, but he sensed the fight would break the monotony of the humdrum jungle life they led. Curled about his shoulders as Tarzan long grass rope, his hand was a hunting knife, a long dead father he'd never known. Tiger's little brain lay, a great speck for the shiny bit of scrap sharp metal which eight men knew so well how to use. With that he slain Chobot, his fierce, fa- fierce foster father, and Bogrelli, the gorilla. Tag knew these things, they came warily, circling about Tarzan in search of an opening. Ladder made cautious, because his less, less the bulk, inferiority, natural armament followed similar tactics. For a time it seemed an alteration, alteration between would follow the way of the majority of differences between members of the tribe, and one of them would finally lose interest and wander off, persecute some other line of endeavour. Much such might have been the end of it had it not had not the cutest ballet been over then it, the, other than it was. But he was flattered at the attention that was being drawn to her by the fact these two young bulls were contemplating battle on account. Such a thing never before occurred to Tigger's brief life. She had seen other bulls battling for other and other older she's a debt for her wild heart little heart. She longed for the day when the jungle grasses would be redden with the blood of mutual combat for her sake. So now she squatted upon the lot haunches and insulted both her Maras. Impartially, she hurled taunts at them for the countless and called them vile names such as Hakaref, the snake of Dago de Hyena. She threatened to call Mugabra to chase them with a stick. Mugabra was so old he could no longer climb, so toothless his balls took a vine. Diet was closer to the bananas of grubworms. Apes were watching, har- heard, and laughed. Tag was infuriated. He made a sudden lurch for Sarzan. The ape boy leaped nimbly to one side, eluding him with the quickness of a cat. Wilden leaped back again to his close quarters. The knife was raised above his head. So he came in and aimed a vicious blow at Tag's neck. The ape wheeled to dodge the weapon, so the keen blade struck him by a glancing bow upon his shoulder. But the red blood brought a shrill cry of delight for Tinker. Ah, but it's just something worthwhile. She glanced about to see its other others witnessing his evidence of popularity. Her choice is never one whit more proud than Tinker at that moment. If Tinker had not been so absorbed in her own vague, vague gloriousness, she might have noted the rustling leaves in a tree above her, rustling which had not caused by any movement of the wind, since there's no wind. She looked up, she might have seen Owen, a sleek body crouching almost directly over her wicked yellow eyes, glaring hungry down upon her. But Tigger did not look up. With his wound, Tag was backed off, growling, horrifying Tarzan, who followed, screaming insults to him, menacing him with his banishing blade. blade. Tigger moved from beneath a tree, never to keep close to the duelist. The branch above Tigger bent and swayed a trifle, a movement of the body the watcher stretched along it. Tiger halted now and preparing to make a new stand. He licked with fleckled foam, saliva drooled from his jowls. As he stopped, he stood, his head lowered and arms outstretched, preparing for a sudden charge at close quarters. Could he, by lay his muddy hands upon the soft brown skin, battle would be his. 
Tad considered Tarzan's manner of fighting stern fair. He could not he would not close. Instead he leaped nimbly just beyond the reach of Tag's massacre fingers. Eight boy would not yet never come to real trial strength with a bull ape other than in play he did not at all share that he would be safe surely it'd be safe to put his muscles to test life to death trouble not he was afraid Tarzan knew nothing of fear and he said separation gave him caution that was all he took risks only when it seemed necessary but he would hesitate at nothing his own method of fighting seemed better fitted with build and his armament his teeth were strong and sharp, with weapons of offence, pitiful, adequate, by comparison with mighty fighting fangs, arthropods. By dancing about just without the reach of antagonists, Tarzan could do infinite derangery with long, sharp hunting knife, at the same time escape many of the painful, dangerous wounds, with sure to follow, falling into clutch of bull ape. The tag charged and bellowed like a bull, Tarzan ate danced lightly, Side as hurling jungle bullet gate his foe, and while he nicked him, while he nicked him now and again with his knife, the bullows of the fighting, the two would stand panting for breath, facing each other, mustering their wits and their forces. For they are a new onslaught. It was during a pause such as this, a charge and chance to set his eyes rove upon his forearm man. Is the entire aspect of the heat altered? Rage lifted his countenance to be separated. By expression of fear, the cry every ape here they recognized Tag turned and fled. No one to question him. The warning proclaimed the near presence of their ancient enemy. Tarzan started to seek safety. As he did, the other members of the tribe he did so. He heard a panther scream mingled with a frightened cry of a she ape. Tag heard too. He did not pause. He did not pause in his flight. The ape boy, however, it was different. He looked back to see if any member of the tribe close pressed by the beasts of prey. Sight them that met his eyes, filled him with expression horror horror. Tika is it, it it was who cried out in terror as he fled across the little clearing towards the trees. Upon the opposite side from her leaped Sheeta, a panther in easy, graceful bounds. Sheeta appeared to be in no hurry. His meat was assured since even though the ape reached the trees beyond ahead of him, he could, she could not climb beyond his clutches, for he w- could be upon her. Tarzan saw Tika must die. He cried to tag the other bulls to hasten to Tika's assistance. At the same time, ran to, towards the pursuing beast, taking his rope, and as he came, Tarzan knew at once the great bulls aroused none of the jungle, but even Duma, the lion, was anxious about the fangs of them. And if all those tribe the chance to be present that they would charge Sita. The great cat would doubtless turn tail and run for his life. Tags heard and did the others, but no one came to Tarzan's sisters or Tika's rescue. And Sita was rapidly closing up the distance between himself and his prey. Everybody leaping off the panther cried aloud to the beast in an effort to turn from Tika or have ways to distract its attention until the sheep ate could gain a safety the higher branches which she did dare not go. He called the panther every opportunist name, felt his tongue, he dared him to stop and do battle with him, that she did only lobbed on of the lutris tip lutris tidbit, now almost within his reach. Tarzan was not far behind, his game but the distance was so short 
It scared hope to overhaul Carmel, for he had failed Tika. His right hand, the boy swung his glass rope above his head as he ran, hated to chance and miss, for the distance was much greater than he ever cast before a set of practice. His full length of his grass rope separated him from Sheeta, yet there was no other thing to do. He could not reach the brute's side before it. Overhaul Tika, he must chance a throw. And just as Tika sprang for lower limb, great tree and Sheeta rose above her, a long, snippless leap. A causing boy's grass rope shot swiftly through the air, straight for the long, thin line, open no, no, no noose covered an instant above it, uh, Terry's head and the snarling jaws. Instead of true and f- clean and true, about tawny neck it settled, and Tarzan, quick twist of his rope hand, drew the loose taut, raised himself for the shot, which Shinya should have taken up the slack. Just short cheek's looming grump, cool talons raked her at the air, the rope tightened, and Shinya was brought to sudden stop, stopped and snapped the great big beast over his back. As he seen the cheetah was up, glaring eyes and lashing tail, and gave me jaws from which I should. He had just cries of rage and his disappointment. He saw the ape boy, the cause of his discomfiture, scarce forty feet above for him, and cheetah charged. Tina was safe now, Tarzan saw to that by his quick glance in the trees of safety. He had gained not an instant too soon. Tina was charging, his sister to risk his life. In idle and unequal combat, for it no good could come. He could have escaped a battle with a dangerous cat. He forced to fight that. What chance had he to survive? Tarzan, constrained, constrained to admit his position, was ought to be not but a, but a desirable one. Trees are too far to cope, to reach in time to elude the cat. Tarzan could not stand, facing the hideous charge. His right hand, his grasped his hunting knife. A puny, fertile thing, deep by comparison, the great rows of mighty teeth with lined Sheena's powerful laws and sharp talons increased with his padded paws. In a young Lord Greystoke's faced it, the same courageous fascination, of which some fearless ancestor went down to defeat the bat of death, the solid hill by Hastings. From safety points in the trees, the great apes watched, screaming hatred. Of Sheena, a vice that Tarzan, for broken gators, our men will naturally moy. Naturally, many human traits Tika was frightened. She screamed at the bulls to hasten to Tarzan's assistance. The bulls were otherwise engaged, princely, giving vice and making faces. Anyway, Tarzan was not a real Mangari, so why would they risk their lives never to protect him? Now, Sheena was almost upon the life, naked body, and the body was not there. Quick! As if, as well as great cat eight boys quicker. He leaped to one side, almost as first talons were closing upon him. The cheetah went hurling to the ground beyond, Tarzan facing for safety to the nearest, to the nearest tree. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
recovered himself and almost immediately. William tore above his prey with eight boys rope dragging along the row ground behind him. And diving back after Tyson, Sheena was passed around a low bush. There's really nothing apart from any drunk creature besides the weight of Sheena, providing it with no trailing rope dangling behind. Sheena was handicapped by such a rope. He leaped once again off Tarzan Eaves. Rope encircled a small botch, came entangled in it, and brought the panther to a sudden stop. Instantly, Tarzan was safe amongst higher branches of a small tree, into which Sheena could not follow him. Here he perched her, her, her little twigs, influence of a raging female beneath him. The other members of the tribe now looked up, but Marmot, using some hard sh- shelled fruits, and dead branches that came within their reach to a sheen goaded frenzy and snapping the grass rope, finally succeeding in severing its strands. A moment, Pamela stood glaring first at one tormentors, then the other, until, with a final scream of rage, he turned and sunk off in the triangle mazes of the jungle. Half an hour later, the tribe was again upon the ground, feeling as though nought had occurred to interrupt the solemn dullness of their lives. Tarzan had recovered a raided part of the rope. And busy fashioning a new noose while Tika has got it close behind him, in evident token of the choice has made. Tik eyed him suddenly, tokenly. Once again he came close. Tika bared her fangs and growled at him. Tarzan showed his canines in an ugly snarl, but Tag did not fight a quarrel. He seemed to set off the manner his kind. She didn't, he was indicted. He had been vanished. Vanquished in his battle for the favours. Later in the day, his rope repaired, Tarzan took the trees, such a game more than his fellows, acquired meat. So, while they were satisfied with fruits and herbs and beetles, could be discovered without much effort upon their part. Tarzan went considerable time, spent considerable time hunting the game, animals of flesh, alone, satisfied with the craving his stomach of furnished succedence and strength of the mighty fools which day by day were building beneath the soft, soft texture of his brown hide. Tug saw him departed, and then, quite quickly, the big beast hunted closer and closer to her in search of food. At last, he was within a few feet of her, when he shot a covert glance at her. He saw she was praising him, and there was no evidence of anger upon her face. Thag expanded his great chest and rolled about his short legs, making strange growlings in his throat. He raised his hips, burying his fangs. My, but great beautiful fangs, he had. Tika did not notice them. Could not but notice them. She also let her eyes rest in admiration upon Tika's beating brows, his short, powerful neck. What a beautiful creature he was indeed. Tags flattered by the concealed admiration. Her eyes strutted about as proud as vain as peacock. Presently he began to entry his assets mentally, and shortly found himself comparing them. Those his rival, Tag grunted, for there was no comparison. How could one compare his beautiful coat with the smooth nakedness of Tarzan's bare hide? Who could see beauty in a stringy nose? Tagamada, after looking at Tag's broad nostrils, while the eyes hideous, things showing white about them, entirely and rimmed with red. Tag knew his own bloodshot eyes were beautiful. We had seen them reflected in the grassy surface of many a drinking pole. A bull grew nearer to take her, finally squatting close against her. And Tarzan returned for his hunting a short time later. It was to see Tika 
contently scratching the back of his rival. Tarzan was disgusted. Neither Tika nor Tarka, Tika saw him as he swung through the trees of the glade. Pause a moment, look at them, the sorrowful, sorrowful glimmers. He turned the fade away, an labyrinth of leafy barrows, of a soon moss out which he had come. Tarzan wished he was far away from the calls, telling as he could. He was suffering the first pangs of blighted love. He didn't quite know what was the matter with him. He thought he was angry with Tag, so he couldn't understand why it was that he had run away instead of rushing to mortal combat with the destroyer of his happiness. It was the thought that he was angry with Tika, yet he had a vision of her many beauties besitted holding him, so he could only see her like the love of the most desirable thing in the world. The ape boy craved affection from babyhood to the time of her death. And the poison arrow of Kodumla, a pierced a savage heart, colour, a resembling to an English boy, the sole object of love, and which he known. In a wild, fierce way, colour, a loved her adopted son, Tarzan, turned that love, though through an outward demonstrations of it, were no greater than might have been expected by any of beasts of the jungle. Not until he had been fret of her, the boy realised how deep had been his attachment to for his mother, for as such he looked upon her. In Tika, he had seen within a few hours a substitute for Tika, colour, someone to fight for and hunt for, for, hunt for, someone to caress, and now his dream was shattered. Something hurt within his breast. He placed his hand over the heart and wondered what had happened to him. Vaguely, he attributed the pain to Tika. And more he thought of Tika, as he had last seen her, caressing Farag, and more the thing within his breast hurt him. Tarzan shook his head and growled. Then and on. Then on and on through the jungle he swung, and further he travelled, the more he fought for his wrongs, the nearer he approached, becoming his irreclaimable Miss So Gionis. Two days later, he was still hunting alone, very morose and very unhappy, but he was determined never to turn to the tribe, and he could not bear the thought of seeing Turk and Tigger always together. He sprang upon a great limb, number the lion and symbol of Dionysus, passed beneath him, side by side, symbol, leaned against the lion, playfully at his cheek, his half crested sails and side, hurled a nut at them. Later he came upon several Mumbabas, black warriors, upon the point of dropping his nose, about the neck of one of them, who was a little distant from his companions, he was interested in a thing, so it come by the savages, but in a cage in a trail, covering it with leafy branches. When they completed their work, structure was scarcely visible. Tarzan wondered what the purpose of this thing might be, why they had built it. They turned away and started back to the trail, direction of the village. It has been some time since Tarzan visited the blacks. Looked down from the shelter of the great trees which overhung their pestitude upon the activity of the enemies, from among whom had come the slave of Kabbalah. Although he heeded them, Tarzan derived considerable entertainment watching them their daily life within the village, especially their dances, their fires glared against their naked bodies as they leaped and turned and twisted in mimic warfare. If Arvin hoped of witnessing something the kind he now furrowed was back towards their village, but even this he was disappointed with no dance that night. Instead, from the safe concealment of his tree, Tarzan saw three Groot seated about tiny fires, discussing events of the day, the darker corners of the village he described. He cried inside 
couples talking and laughing together. Always one of each couple was a young man and another young woman. Tried to cut his head upon one side and fought. Before he went to sleep that night, curled in the crouch of a great tree above a village, Tigger filled his dream. Tigger filled his mind and afterwards he filled his dreams. She and a young black man were laughing, talking with a young black woman. Tug, tug, hunting alone, wondered some distance from the planets of the tribe. He was making his way, he slided along an elephant path, discovered a blocked an undergrowth. Now Tag came into maturity, the evil nature brute of exceeding short temper. When something afforded him, his sole idea was to overcome it by brute strength, ferocity. By now he found his way blocked, he tore angrily at the leafy screen. Instant later, himself within a strange lair, progress effectively blocked, notwithstanding his most violent efforts to forage ahead. By Dean striking the barrier, Tug finally worked himself into frightful rage. All to no avail. At last he came convinced that he must turn, might turn back. When he could have done so, what was, what was, what was his again to discover another barrier dropped behind him? Where he fought to break down. One before him, Tug was trapped. To exhaustion overcame him. He fought frankly for his freedom, but all for naught. In the morning, a party black set from the village of Mubba. In the direction of a trap that constructed the previous day, while amongst the branches, trees above them, hovered a naked young giant filled with the curiosity of the wild thing, Maru. A monkey chattered and scolded. Tarzan passed, and though he was not afraid of familiar figure, the ape boy, he had closer to him the little brown body of his life's companion. Tarzan laughed as he saw it, but the laugh was followed by a sudden clouding of face and a deep sigh. A little further on, a daily gathered bird strutted, and before his marring eyes of his sombre hued mate, it seemed to Tarzan that everything in the jungle was combining to remind him that he had lost Acre. Yet every day of his life, seeing some of these same things, thought nothing of them. When the blacks reached a trap, Tag set up a great commotion. Seizing bars of prison, he shook them frankly. All the while, he roared and growled ter- terrifically. The blacks were elated. For a while they had not built a trap for their hiring tree men, they were delighted with their catch. Tarzan pricked up his ears. He heard a voice, the great ape, surging quickly upon until he was down wind with the from the trap. He left the air and searched poor sent poor prisoner. Nor was it long before he came to those delicate nostrils, with odor that told Tarzan identity of captive and irony, as though he looked upon Tag with his eyes, yes, it was Tag. He was alone. Tarzan grinned. He approached to discover what the blacks would do to their prisoner. Doubtless they would slay him at once. Again, Tarzan grinned. Now he could have Tika for his own. None disputed right to her. As he watched, he saw the black warriors strip the screen from what about, about, from about the scrage. Followed roots to drag it away along the trail in the direction of the village. Tarzan watched until his rival passed out of sight. So beating upon his bars of his prison and growling out of his anger and his frights. Then the late boy turned and swung rapidly off in search of a tribe in Tika. Once again a journey he surprised Sheena. Sheepa, Sheeta in his valley, a little well grown tree, clearing a great crack lay stretched upon the ground. With his mate, one poor crusade lord's savage face licked the same soft white fur of the throat, turned and increased his speed until he fairly flew through the forest. Nor was it long before he came upon the tribe. Till then before they saw him, of all the t- jungle creatures, none passed more quietly than Tarzan and the apes. I saw a keeper and mate 
feeling side by side. Everybody's rubbing against each other. So I think of failing myself. Not for long would she feed us in loneliness. Poor Tarzan, as he bound, he landed amongst them. There was a sudden rush and a chorus of anger and fighting snarls for Tarzan to praise them. There's there was more too. A mere nervous shock to count the bristling neckheads which remained standing long after the apes had discovered the identity of the newcomer. Tarzan notices this. He notices it many times in the past. All his sudden coming among them left them nervous and strung considerable time. They one and all found it necessary to satisfy himself. It was indeed Tarzan by spending about him a half dozen more times before they calmed down. Pushing them, he made his way towards Tika, but he approached the uh, ape. How the ape drew away, Tika, he said. It is Tarzan. Born to Tarzan, they have come for you. They drew closer, looking at him over carefully. Finally, she said to him, though he made assurance, doubtly sure, why are you Tika tug? She asked the grandmother of him. By Tarzan, they will kill him. The eyes of she, Tarzan saw a wistful expression. Look down, look, troubled look of sorrow. She told of Fag's fate, but he came quietly closer, slung. Nuggled against him, and Tarzan Lord had grown so, put his arm about her. As he did, she noticed her, but started strange and crudely, with a smooth brown arm against a black and hairy coat of his lady love. He called a paw as she and his mate, across she and his face, so incorrigibly there. He pulled a little manga hugging his she, how the one seemed to belong to the other. In a proud male bell with Barbarian bird with grey plumage bore close to them is quite a spouse or nimber they sh- but his shaggy frame or the sort of counterpart or sheep by the lioness of males and females different different true but not with the same difference as standard between Tarzan and Tinker. Tinker Tarzan puzzled something wrong his arm dropped from the shoulder of Tinker very slowly drew away from her she looked at him head cocked upon one side Tarzan rose full height beat upon his chest with his fist he raised his head above towards the heavens, opening his mouth. From the depths of his lungs rose a fierce, weird challenge of verse, victorious bull ape. The tribe turned crossly to buy him. He had killed nothing, nor was there any antagonist be goaded to madness by a savage scream. Now there was no excuse for it. They turned back to the feeding, but they were with an eye upon the ape man, least he was preparing to suddenly run the muck. They watched him, they saw him swing, swing into the nearby, into a nearby tree. Disappeared from sight. Then they forgot even forgot him, even Tika. Remember those black warriors sweating beneath their strenuous tiles, resting often made slow progress towards their village. Always the dervish beast in primitive cage growled and roared. When he moved him, he beat upon the bars and then slavered at the mouth. His noise was hideous. They had almost completed the journey made by making their final rest forging ahead to gain the clearing which had laid a village. A few more minutes they had taken them out of the forest, and doubtless the thing would have not happened which had happened. A single slight figure moved from the trees above them. Keen eyes suspected the cage and giant their number of warriors, alert and darting brain figured upon the current chance of success a certain plan should be put to the test. Tarzan watched the blacks laurelling into the shade. It was also already several of them slept. He crept closer, pausing just above them. Not a leaf rustled before he stealthily advanced. Waiting an infinite patient, beast of prey. Presently, but two of the warriors remained awake while the others were dozing. Tarzan each covered himself. He did so the black who did not sleep arose, passed 
round to the rear of the cage. The ape man followed just above his head. Tog was eyeing the warrior, emitting low growls Tarzan feared. The afraid would awake the sleepers. <coughs> In a whisper that was inaudible to the ears of the Negro, Tog whispered Tag's name, cautioning the ape to silence and Tag growled and screeched. Please, the black approached the near the cage and examined the fastenings of the door as he stood, but there the beast above him launched into from himself from the tree, fall from fall upon his back. Still fingers suck his throat, choking the cry which sprung to the lips of the terrified man. Strong teeth fastened themselves to his shoulder. Powerful legs would themselves wound themselves around his left torso. The black in frenzied terror tried to dislodge the silent thing which slung to him. He threw himself to the ground and rolled about, but still the multitude fingers grasped more and more, slightly in deadly grip. Man's mouth wide open. His swollen tongue protruded. His eyes started from their sockets, but the his fingers only increased their pressure. Thug was slightly witness of the struggle. Fierce little brain, he doubtless wondered what purpose probably Tarzan attacked the black. Tag had not forgotten his recent battle with the ape boy, nor the cause of it. But now he saw the form of Golala suddenly go limp. There was a convulsive shiver. That man lay still. Tarzan sprang from his prey and ran to the door of the cage. The imbecile fingers worked rapidly at the thongs which held the door in place. Fag could not only watch, he could not help. Presently Tarzan pushed the thing up a couple of feet. Tag called out. The ape could not could have turned upon the backs, but he might wreck his. That he might wreck. He print vengeance, but Tarzan would not permit it. So the ape boy dragged the body of the ape black within the cage, put it against the side bars. He lowered the door and made fast the thongs as they were before. Having his eye lighting his features, he worked for one of his principal diversions, bathing the blacks among Bogo's village. You can imagine the terror when he woke, found a dead body in a comrade, fast in a cage, and left the great ape for safety cure but a few minutes before. Tarzan and Tag took the tree together. A shaggy coat the face sleep, brushing the sleek skin the earth lordling. As they pulled through the primeval jungle, side by side, go back to Tika, said Tarzan. She's yours, Tarzan does not want her. Tarzan has found another she? asked Tag. The eight boys shagged. Ah, the Gomali, there is another Gomali. He said, for number the lion. There's some but lioness. For Sheeta, there is a she of his own kind. For Baka, the deer, for Munyu, the young monkey. All the beasts of the birds of the jungle is a mate. Only Tarzan apes. There is none. Tag is an ape. Tag is an ape. Go back to Tekka. Tarzan the man. He'll go alone. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com 
Wondersuite.